Listener note, this podcast was created as an adjunct for those studying for the PCS exam. By no means do we guarantee that one will pass the exam solely by listening to this podcast. We encourage all those studying for the exam to put the appropriate time and effort into their studying using resources recommended by the ABPTS and the APTA. It is not allowed to discuss test content and we will not accept any questions related to test content. While we will do our best to provide the most accurate information, if you feel as though we have stated something that is incorrect, please contact us via Instagram at Pushing Pediatrics. Hi, I'm Sheila. And I'm Sarah. And welcome to Pushing Pediatrics, an educational podcast for physical therapists created to help those studying for the Pediatric Certified Specialist exam and anyone else interested in learning more about pediatric physical therapy. All right, another week, another fact sheet Friday coming at you. The first fact sheet I'm going to discuss builds on our fact sheets from the previous week. Providing translational services from the NICU to early intervention. We know that a good relationship and strong communication between families and pediatric physical therapists is our best bet to achieve good outcomes in high-risk infants. The NICU and early intervention are not that different. The primary role of the physical therapist is the same, working with infants and their families on parent-infant interaction to promote bonding, caregiving, feeding, and the acquisition of developmental skills. The transition from the NICU to a family's home environment can be challenging, and promoting physical therapy services will help to ensure that families receive the support they need. It is the responsibility of the therapist to know state, program, and hospital system referral procedures. These are going to vary state to state. The focus of neonatal physical therapy is on developing an individualized family-centered care plan for the infant with complex needs that promotes a positive neurodevelopmental outcome. Early intervention services are provided as Part C of the Individuals with Disabilities Education Act. The focus of early intervention physical therapy is to enhance the development of infants and toddlers with disabilities through the age of two years. Services are family-centered, occur in the context of the family's natural environments and routines, and are implemented in accordance with the Individualized Family Service Plan, the IFSP. The Division for Early Childhood specifically recommends practices related to the transition of families and young children from one setting to another. And the NICU to early intervention transition is included in that. It is vital that practitioners consider how to best support children and families before, during, and after any major transition. There is a great table in this fact sheet outlining the recommendations specific to before, during, and after each stage in the process. This is a great resource. The theme of this fact sheet is communication and collaboration to best meet the needs of a child and family, as well as provide a smooth transition between services. Next, we will discuss the fact sheet, weaving relationship-based practices into intervention. This is really a foundational concept of early intervention programming, and it is something you need to be very familiar with. The exact definition according to the fact sheet is, 
the process by which the development of an infant birth to three years of age is mediated through their social environment. The development and learning of motor behaviors occur in the context of these social interactions. In order to provide relationship-based practices, we need to have the background knowledge. These go back to those theories we've talked so much about, the bioecological systems theory, transactional model of development, dynamic systems theory, family systems theory, the interpersonal interactions between the infant and the caregiver, the caregiver and the therapist, and the infant and the therapist define the relationship-based approach to intervention. We need to recognize that all of these interactions are equally important. These relationships can occur in a variety of settings, a child's home or early intervention center, the NICU, a hospital, an outpatient clinic, and any childcare programs. The fact sheet outlines each of these relationships in more detail and goes on to have a great table outlining the, the general framework of the relationship-based approach. It discusses that you must first develop the relationship with the caregiver, addressing their needs and concerns. We then need to view the infant-caregiver relationship through a wide lens, and then we need to reflect on that. After the session, what went well and what could go better? How can we foster a more successful interaction or activity? How can we give confidence to the caregiver? There are so many things to think about, and remember to reflect on your performance and beliefs as well. The next fact sheet that we are going to go over is Early Intervention Physical Therapy, IDEA Part C. This fact sheet details Part C of the IDEA and is very simple to understand. We would definitely recommend it is a good resource to help you understand Part C a little bit better. According to the fact sheet, the Individuals with Disabilities Education Act, or IDEA, of 2004 is a federal law that supports the provision of public education for all children regardless of the nature or severity of their disability. Part C of IDEA is an optional federal program that supports early intervention for infants and toddlers up to three years. Implementation of IDEA Part C is the responsibility of each state through a lead agency appointed from education, health, human services, public health, or other related state agency. Eligibility is determined by the state, and those eligible are entitled to early intervention services in natural environments. Put some fireworks around that one, where children live, learn, and play. Physical therapy is just one service under Part C. It can be provided as part of the Individualized Family Service Plan, the IFSP, which is a document that is individualized with goals specific to the child and the family. Physical therapists collaborate with other team members and support families with supporting development and equipment, assistive technology, and parent education. Physical therapists need to obtain a prescription from a physician for those states who do not have direct access laws. The IFSP is developed by the team and consists of outcomes, objectives, and strategies that will guide the provision of early intervention services in natural environments. Think it's important yet? EI services are free except when federal or state law provides for a system of payments by families 
including a schedule of sliding fees. The inability of parents to pay or utilize personal insurance must never prevent the delivery of Part C services. More information on funding is provided in the fact sheet, as well as additional IDEA resources. Well, would you look at that? The next fact sheet we are going to go over is called Natural Environments in Early Intervention Services. The fact sheet details what natural environments are, why they are important, and how to make sure one is using natural environments for early intervention. According to the fact sheet, natural environments are a variety of settings where children live, learn, and play, places where the child and family complete everyday routines, and home and family settings that are natural and typical for all children of the same or similar age and their families. Natural environments can also incorporate family life, such as daily routines and household chores, and community life, such as going on errands or community events. Some reasons why natural environments are important are that they emphasize the abilities of children, families, and care providers during everyday activities, support families in promoting their child's development, learning, and participation in family and community life, and they provide children with opportunities to practice skills throughout their day. Some ways that physical therapists can make sure that they are using natural environments can be by establishing rapport and a relationship with the family, asking families and care providers what activities, routines, and important people are part of their daily lives, and invite and encourage families and care providers to identify their priorities and outcomes as an initial step in the planning process. Remember, early intervention services must be provided in natural environments under Part C of IDEA. There are a few exceptions, including if the IFSP team can justify that IFSP outcomes cannot be achieved satisfactorily in any natural learning environment. Remember, a daycare can also be determined a natural environment if deemed appropriate. Again, this fact sheet has much more information than what I shared with you, so it is definitely worth taking a look at. Thank you all so much for listening to Pushing Pediatrics. You can follow us on Instagram at Pushing Pediatrics. We would love to hear from you. So send us questions, suggestions, things you want to hear more of, and things you'd maybe want to hear less of. We will talk to you guys next week. And remember, you totally got this.